Nation, Rob McGregor, welcome you to a place where all kinds of phenomena flourish. Voices whisper, ancient secrets, signs and symbols are abundant. UFOs, ETs, ghosts, and even the dead move about freely. Here we meet authors, researchers, and investigators of the mysterious, the strange, and of the inexplicable anomalies that surround us. Step out of the everyday world and take a journey into the mystical underground. Welcome to the mystical underground. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob McGregor. And Trish McGregor. And our tech magician, John Posey, is here. You can go to our website, Phenomena 111, to find out about our nonfiction books, including the most recent one, Phenomena, Harnessing Your Psychic Abilities. And you can visit our blog at blog.synchrosecrets.com, where we make regular blog posts. We'd like to introduce our guest, Jan Merrill, who is a medical intuitive very interesting sounding job title. Welcome, John. Jan. <laughs> we got John. We got John and Jan here. So. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Uh, yeah. So, could you start it up by just uh, you know, kind of introducing yourself and telling what uh, what exactly uh, medical intuitive is and does? Sure, I'm happy to do that for you. Um, Medical intuitive is a term that was coined many years ago, I think, by Carolyn Mace, who is also a medical intuitive. But today, uh, there are um, what I would say two different kinds of medical intuitives. One is somebody who has a medical background who is an intuitive. I am not that kind of medical intuitive. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the medical intuitive work that I do involves energy. It involves it's a mind, body, spirit way of approaching health and wellness. So basically, I am a clairvoyant. Um, I have clairvoyant abilities, clairsentient abilities, which means I have an inner eye, an inner ear. I can hear a clairaudience. And I get downloads from people's spirit guides, their guides, their angels, their higher self. Um, and I then can apply the knowledge that they give me and tell them what underlies their physical illnesses or even their problems in life. And I go about this by asking the guides and angels to show me their energy field. Everybody has a, a, an energy field or a light body, and it basically underlies the physical layer of our being. We're all made up of electromagnetic energy, and this energy field... Um, is is the uh, high vibration part of our field, the light body. The physical part of who we are is just denser energy. And so everything that happens on the physical level originates on the energy field. It serves as a filter, basically. Yeah, so, so if, uh, is the, this energy field, as you're describing, is this the same thing commonly known as uh, auras? Um, I would say that your your light body extends out into your aura, but no, it's really not because I'm literally reading the field that sits right where your body is, not what's mm -hmm. outside beyond you. I'm reading mm -hmm. what's, what's it's layered. Think of it as layered, 
and it's <laughs> it, it's just a, a a deeper layer, a higher vibrational frequency. But what gets caught in the field are denser energies, and that's what blocks the physical level from functioning properly. So, so don't you. So in other words, if, if you could see people's chakras, you could see what's what's blocked. I'm seeing energy that's blocked. Uh -huh. It's like sludge in the pipe. I'm seeing black clouds and black gunk and cords that we did <laughs> attached to other people that are that are on the energy field. Mm -hmm. Do you really do do you relate this energy field to the chakras? I re I relate the. The energy field, the chakras are on the energy field. Okay. Uh, but the the area where your energy field is blocked will tie in with the energy that's getting processed through that particular chakra, uh -huh. and each chakra processes different kinds of energy. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. What's the difference between what you do and say the practices of Western medicine? Uh, well, there's a huge difference. Because I'm looking for the root causes, the, the underlying mind-body-spirit connection to why somebody is feeling ill or out of sorts. Or mm -hmm. even relationship problems will show up in the field because it's mind-body-spirit, it's not just body. Right. Whereas Western medicine actually, they just care about the symptoms. They just want you to get rid of the pain and so medications are basically either it's cut it out or let's medicate so that they won't feel what's going on. Right. But from my perspective, the, the symptom is a blessing because hmm. what's happening is the mind-body-spirit system is set up to reflect back to you something that's out of balance or out of sorts within you. It, it contains a lot of your spiritual lessons. When you're getting aches and pains, a lot of this is the way you have of growing spiritually. And it's a reflection back to you of some changes you need to make in the way you're living. Mm. The way you're thinking, the way you're approaching, the way you're reacting. Um, because the blocks are made up of negative energy. Some form of negative emotion or trauma from the past or needs not being met, some form of lack. I write all about this in my book, Energy 101, The Key to Understanding Holistic Health. Hmm. Uh, Jan, I, I suppose you're familiar with Louise Hay. I'm very familiar with Louise yeah. Hay. Okay, yeah, I, I figured you would Louise be. Um, you know how she has, she lists ailments in the back of her book and what the probable emotional cause is? Yes. Do you consider those to be basically valid? The way you put that's very good. Basically valid, yes. All the time valid, no. Because yeah. here's the interesting thing, Trish. Everybody is so individual. Everybody's so different. And it's not just a matter of uh, one symptom having a right. block locally. They, it, the block won't necessarily be where the symptom is. Mm -hmm. And I, I see sometimes something that I would think would represent um the second chakra and the fifth chakra, actually uh -huh. one and five very much tie together, chakra one and five tie together, and two and four usually will reflect each mm. other. So um, it's, a, it's a good general rule, but when I'm reading a field, sometimes it will really surprise me because things will be in different places than you'd, you'd expect mm -hmm. them to be. Now, have you always been able to do this? I mean, no. like since you were a kid? <laughs> yes, I, I've always been an intuitive. Mm -hmm. uh, my skills 
greatly increased. My my, uh, what I like to say is my psychic doors blew open during the harmonic convergence, which was somewhere around nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, eighty-eight. Yeah, and that's when I started to channel. And oh. I, and I heard I had a very clear voice uh, teacher talking to me in my head, and things really. Um, I grew exponentially. I was taking classes inside in my meditations and um, mm-hmm. taking notes. And um, the medical intuitive came shortly thereafter that. Uh, and it was piece by piece, bit by bit. Were you someplace in particular during the convergence? No, I mean, I, physically. I was, I was just, no, I wasn't. I was living at home. I was living oh, okay. in Florida at the time. No, uh-huh. um, it it. it, it when you say was I someplace, emotionally I was not in a good place at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I was about to get a divorce, and so my life had kind of turned upside down. I was meditating a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I, you know everything fits together, I believe, as it should. So right. I think the timing was perfect, probably for everything. Yeah, those two days, um, in, we think, ended up going to the beach. Yeah, we went to the beach psychics. at, at uh, right at sunrise. Uh, that's the last time I got up like, sunrise. <laughs> yeah, right. October 15th and 16th, I think, 1987. And then people say, well, you know, there's a lot of talk about this, about big changes. And people say, well, nothing really happened. You know, it happened to individuals uh, a lot like, your, like yourself. But there was also a very major international event that happened that people really haven't tied to uh, the convergence. But uh, the, the Russian... Uh, wall, uh, the the collapse of uh, the Soviet Union happened right then. <laughs> so it was either. You know, the, I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, and two years later, the Berlin Wall. Came the, down. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, everything uh, you know, everything's happening in cosmic order, divine right order, and cosmic timing. So I don't know that this happened to me exactly during those two days. Uh-huh. But I know it happened around the time of the convergence because I, at the time didn't know about the harmonic convergence till later on. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. How, okay, so how does corona fit into all this? <laughs> oh, corona really does fit into all of this. Um, and, and I've been getting, receiving more and more information from, from my higher self and spirit guides on this. And I inquired um, a couple of nights ago and got some really <clears throat> deep information. <clears throat> this is a big, big web. And the work that I do let me go back to the work that I do individually, because this is a macrocosm of what I do on the microcosm. Hmm. So when I see these blocks and these cords, I'll map it out and, and describe to the client exactly what that block is about, where it came from, what it's mm-hmm. about. And once we have the map, we can then begin healing sessions. And what, what we do with the guided healing sessions is I take them up to a high level, uh, uh, like a high vibratory level. Remember, everything is vibration, and this mm-hmm. is dense vibration. So we've got to get out of the three-dimensional mentality into the unified consciousness mentality. And we go up to a place that I'm told is the eighth dimension, and then I guide them through the process of them seeing and feeling the block so that they can clear it. So we'll go through mm. the process of them clearing it. Now, as I said before, these blocks contain our lessons. Whether it's, a, for instance, cutting a cord um, is the same as forgiveness. It's releasing. It's releasing the anger. It's releasing whatever you're holding on to, your unfinished business with that other person. It's just making mm-hmm. a decision, a choice. 
And now the first chakra is the victim energy chakra. That's the chakra when it's blocked. It's the survival chakra. Mm -hmm. So individually, we've been growing. Um, we can come back many, many, many lifetimes and grow on our spiritual path. But right now, globally, we're on a schedule here for ascension. And time is up, basically. We've just been creeping along, going way too slow, as you're probably aware, thinking that we would, we'd be, uh, be there by now, right? Right, yeah. And we're definitely. not alone. We're not alone in the cosmos. You know, we're, we're all connected on the cosmos as well as all here. So right now, this event and can be – the perception of this event can be taken in various ways. You could think of it as we're victims. Mm -hmm. um, or you could think of it as this isn't happening to us, it's happening for us because look uh -huh. what's happening with the wake-up calls, with the people rising in consciousness. This is just one thread. It's a big web, what's going on with the coronavirus. To, mm. to, from, the, from the big picture point of view, it will push us forward so that uh, so many more people will be awake and start to question Firstly, right. they have, they've been staying home from work, so they have the time to even think about <laughs> their lives now. Because all along when you're functioning in survival, first chakra survival, you're too busy to look up. You know, you're too busy to say, am I happy with this system? Am I happy right. with this monetary system? Am I happy that I have to go to work and work two jobs or three jobs? You know, I, when Monday rolls around, are you really feeling like, oh, my gosh, I have another week of this, and I really don't want to go to this job. So, therefore, <laughs> what happens all of a sudden, people who don't want to be going to their job don't have to go to their job anymore. I can't tell yeah. you how many clients have said to me, I'm so happy to be home and not working. <laughs> now I know what I really want to do with my life. But, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier before uh, we came on with uh, John uh, Posier, tech guy, and he was pointing out that he was hoping that something like this, some big event, would allow us to come together and rise. But it seems, uh, he was pointing out, people are still divided into their different camps. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, to some extent, things haven't changed. Well, to some Not extent, the they virus. haven't, you know. I mean, there are people out there, you know, with their guns going to state capital <laughs> saying, open up, you know, and other people are saying, right. stay home. <laughs> You know, 9-11, in a way, was a uh, uh, let's put our feet in the water and see, um, you know, if we can control the planet and take away their freedoms. And I look at this as 9-11 on steroids. Yeah. Uh, it's, because it's, it's the every same day. thing. It's the same yeah. thing. It's, let's see if we can scare them enough, first chakra fear, okay, put them in survival mode, and then take away their freedoms. But it's mm. on steroids because the main lesson is not to give your power away. It, it, let, let, me, let me change, let me change your, the view right now. Change the channel on the television set, so to speak. Okay. This earth plane life that we lead is, think of it as a game. And the game is, who can discover who they really are? And who are you really? You are a divine child of God, of the universe. You are... Um, a child of source energy. You are a creator. 
You create your reality day in, day out. You're creating your reality. You're doing it with your thoughts, with your visions. You don't know you're doing it, but everything outside of you is just just a reflection of what's going on inside of you. Yeah, but we share the planet with 7 billion other people. That that that's where I, I also believe that personally I create my own reality. But when you share a planet with seven billion people, you're also sharing their reality. Well, that's right? partially what I mean, this is about. But on the other hand, those seven billion people, seven billion plus, are each creating their own reality, and they have the power to create their own reality, even through all of this. And I'll, I'll give you an example by telling you my life hasn't changed one bit since this started. That's pretty I much feel, the same I with feel, Christian. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I have to tell you, most of the people I know are still working and, and they're still doing their thing. Yeah, and we've been that, sheltering in place since uh, <laughs> 1985 since, as freelance writers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yes, you have. And and you've been very productive. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm enjoy, I enjoy your work very much. Okay, um, so, so, you know, we're all creating our reality on an individual basis. And, and as I'm saying, a lot of these people who are out of work are out of work because they really weren't doing what they wanted to do. Or right. they, they now, as creators, can find better ways and, and even um, more creative ways to do if they were doing what they liked, they can find more creative ways to do it. But as a society, there we were. We go back to that one percent. The whole society was not enjoying their lives because we had a part of our society, the elite, that were. Um, I want to say taking advantage or victimizing. But remember, we can take our power back. We don't have to be victims. Uh-huh. But there was a large amount of society that considered themselves victims, that they didn't see the opportunities, they didn't see their own power to create. And so in this scenario now, they have an opportunity to sit back and say, okay, what can I do? How can I create my reality so that I'm not affected by all of this? But we also as a collective can get together and say, wait a minute, we want to create something that's more balanced, that's more fair for everybody where everybody's taken care of. So... This sounds like Bernie's platform. Well, yes, <laughs> In no, some ways... I want to go back to the victimization. This is right. very, very important, Trish. Again, if this, is, this is not... People who do not graduate and see and learn who they are will not ascend in this ascension cycle. Okay? Hey, they, explain what you mean by ascension. Okay, so, um, see, see, there are many, as I was saying, there are many threads to this web, okay? It's a huge web. Um, so, Ascension, you're, you have levels of consciousness, okay? And again, we have the seven chakras that I'll, that I'll start with talking about um, that I look at in the body, and then I see blocks you know, and I, and I see what's going on on the seven chakras, and we function differently from each chakra. Mm-hmm. So chakra one has to do with survival. Chakra two has to do with duality and polarity. In other words, there's me and there's somebody outside of me. We're all separate. Uh-huh. Chakra three has to do with how I feel about myself. Chakra four has to do with um, you're getting now when you're getting one, two and three are more survival all about me chakras. As you get into four, you're into your heart. 
Mm -hmm. So now each of these chakras are going up to a higher frequency, okay? You're functioning. They're like little computers, and you function mm -hmm. with each of these. And so as you get up to four, and remember, as a collective, we're all going through the same thing. So and when you get up to four, you function from the heart. So which ties in with what I was just saying. As a collective, are we going to care about each other? Okay. Are we going to say, I'm not just in this for myself? But mm -hmm. I'm, but, but, but everybody's in this together. Mm -hmm. And you notice that's what everybody's saying now. We're all in this together. That's the motto. It's a yeah. beautiful yeah. motto. Everybody's saying it, even though they don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then you go to the fifth chakra. Now, the fifth chakra is a power chakra. It's in the throat. It has to do with speaking your truth. What are we going through right now? Censorship everywhere. Have you noticed? Mm. Okay, in what sense? Oh, gosh. Um, all of the, not all, but many of the people on YouTube, for instance, I'll give you David Icke. Um, I sometimes follow a man called Kalapele um, out of Hawaii, his blog, um, and uh, just numerous, numerous uh, people have been censored. Individual shows have been censored from YouTube and Facebook and Google. Uh, mm -hmm. WordPress, Carl Pilot had his whole WordPress blog um, taken down. Mm. And, and, and it was extensive. Why? Um, Why did they take it down? The, okay, so now you're getting into the, the dark and the light, okay, of this. Because <laughs> this is a, this, on another level, you could see this is a big this coronavirus is a big war against the dark and the light. And the 1%, the elite, I will say, we, those of us that are consciously aware of what's going on, like to refer to them as either the Illuminati or the Cabal, or Trump calls them the deep state. Mm -hmm. But it's a dark energy that wants to suppress, to, to keep you quiet so that we can control you. They are very few in numbers, and they want control over the planet. But people are waking up, and they're waking up to the power within. And when we wake up to the power within, we're not controllable anymore. Okay. When you can see who you are, then you're not as controllable. And so while they've been controlling us for many years, they also have a plan for more control to stop this wake-up because this wake-up in higher consciousness in functioning from the heart uh, instead of functioning from fear, survival, and control will push them out of power. So, um, so they're afraid of that and therefore all kinds of... Um, I will say, from my point of view, 9-11, and I can go into that with you, mm -hmm. because it just amazes me how people can't see that Building 7 had no reason to go down. And nobody right. in the media has questioned it at all. There was no plane that hit Building 7, and we watched a controlled demolition on two buildings that was so obvious, and yet the world didn't wake up to it. I, I, from my point of view, I'm just in, in awe that more people haven't really questioned this. But anyway, again, people well, are Well, actually, there was, there was a documentary made about it. Yeah, at the time, there were, you know, yeah, about the, that the first couple of years, there was a lot, but we really haven't heard too much about it. It's kind of went, uh, 
you know, yeah. silent. Uh, we haven't heard Especially in light of Corona. <laughs> again, suppressed. But see, this is, this is again, 9-11 on steroids from my point of view. So what's happening is the people on the fourth, on the third dimension, we're now basically on this planet in the fourth dimension, and we're going to the fifth dimension for those of us that are ascending. Those of us that don't ascend, that want to stay in me, 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 they have a right. Everybody as a soul has all the lifetimes, all the time in the world to grow spiritually. Nobody's pushing them. This is not, um, you, you're not going to hold us back. But it's an opportunity for those of us that want to move on, get off of the karmic wheel, so to speak, where you're stuck in 3D with duality and polarity and learning through pain which is what my work is about, having you learn through my sessions rather than through the physical pain right. on the body um, and learn the lesson so that you can move on because you can't just clear the pain. If you don't learn the lesson, it'll come back again. And that's what we're going through now. We're going through all this pain to learn these lessons of who we are and where our power is. So right now... So you're talking about moving it. So you're right. talking about moving into uh, the fifth dimension and non-duality. Is that... Well, at the same I'm talking about vibrating the frequency of the higher dimension. It's not just about non-duality. It's about your frequency, your thoughts and your emotions mm -hmm. create your frequency. Okay. And what happens is when you reach those higher frequencies, you no longer see the right and the left, the black and the white, the Democrats and the Republicans, you now see that we're all connected, we're all one, you're just a reflection of something within me. There right. is nothing outside of me, it's all one. Yeah. yeah, but you still need a structure within which to live. In other words... Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, you still need a government, right? You still need basic well, structures. Yeah, that's very interesting. You know, I, I haven't gotten that far in projecting myself forward, but I don't know about the word government. I know that. Yeah, I just mean structure. Councils, perhaps. Uh, see, part of the problem is we give our power away to a lot of the government officials who are then bought by the 1% elite or threatened in fear. There is, there, mm. it's, well, a lot of times it's, you, you take the money because otherwise I'm going to kill you. Yeah. You know? well, maybe so we uh, do what we want you to do, um, and so we give our even, power away to them. Yeah, but even way, even you know, if you're vibrating at this higher frequency, you still need a structure in which to live. Well, you know, you know? It, it could be through like what Seth said, dream governments. You know. Yeah, but we're not there yet. Well, that's like seventh chakra. <laughs> uh, well, if I, if well, I could, Trish. If I, if I could, yeah, John, that real quick. It, but but I think that is. Hope and definitely something that I'm hearing a lot, especially from some of the individuals that have created their own uh, uh, YouTube channels and and their own little uh, uh, their platforms own these technology platforms. Or a lot of them are talking about bringing things back down and quit trying to. Uh, look for a one-size-fits-all solution let's mm -hmm. let's start bringing it back down to 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 the tribes that we should be concerned about which are our you know ourselves our family our community right. and live within those structures and quit trying to 
create this bigger structure, this monolithic structure that everybody is expected to fit into. And it doesn't seem to work very well, but it's <laughs> a good point. Well, I think you both were, again, paradox. There's always paradox in, in, as an answer to everything I've found. Um, when, when you look at the, the polarity, you wind up somewhere in the middle where you can see that both sides are correct. They're both correct in their own way. And mm-hmm. so then you shoot up the middle. And so, Rob, I think you're both right. I think you both, we, we do need to have our local representation, but we also need to have representatives on councils on a level up and a level mm-hmm. up. Right. As Trish was saying, some kind of government. But to me, it's the intention that's right. important. Well, and, and just real quick, because, I mean, the scary thing is that a lot of this about taking control and giving up our power and stuff is leading us down the road to taking that structure up to the top, you know, as well, as far as the planet's concerned. I mean, you mentioned the Illuminati and, 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 and uh, you know, earlier is going to this one world government. You know, that seems to be what we're being funneled towards and what we need to resist, I think. But anyway. Well, I don't like the word resistance because <laughs> what you push against pushes back. Sure. Right. Well, and I mean, I we just need to be yeah. cognizant. We, we need to be aware of what is happening and try to contr- take control of our, our own lives. And, of ourselves. You know. Well, yes. Uh, yes, I agree. Well, here's uh, the way I see it, there is three steps. One is become aware of the of get off of automatic and start seeing what's going on. That mm-hmm. um, you know, if you if you want to stay asleep and keep your head in the ground, things are going to get worse. You're going to lose all your freedoms. So you have to become aware of what's happening. So, and that's why the the YouTube is shutting down so many of these videos. Um, David Icke, uh, in particular, they just totally wiped him off of YouTube. Um, and you know, and there's, and there's David Wilcock and there's just so many people that you can listen to that can make you aware. So wake up. That's number one. Number two is say no, because, and Laura Eisenhower has a wonderful YouTube out right now. Um, Laura Eisenhower, who is the, says she's the great granddaughter of president Eisenhower. I always thought she was the granddaughter, but I think she said great granddaughter (laughs) on that video. And and she says, Cabal, this message is for you. I do not give you permission. Hmm. And so when we are aware, and millions of people, let's hopefully say, let's say we get six million people. I think I'm being generous here, but <laughs> however many we can, we can um, muster up awareness on this planet of what's going on. They can have a thought. No, we do not give you permission to push us around, to take away our freedoms. Here's what we want, freedom. We want to live in joy. We want to live with security. We want a monetary system that's fair for all, not controlled mm-hmm. by this ridiculous imaginary money banking system that where money is created at, out of nowhere for the rich and withheld from the poor. Uh, no, Social, socialism for the wealthy. <laughs> yeah. For the wealthy, exactly. There, there has been so, there's so, there's been a ridiculous amount of electronic money created just over the last month and a half that yeah. just simply doesn't well, exist. But yeah. You know. And that's 
And how much um, more blatant can it be for you to become aware that it's not real? Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, it's been so exaggerated. Can you now not even see it? And I, I think people aren't looking still. A lot of people and a lot of people are seeing it waking up. So step one is become aware. Step two is say no. And step three is forgiveness. Hmm. that's another lesson. Remember, when we cut the cords, it's a form of letting go of your anger because if you're going to vibrate, frustration, anger, fear, very low frequency vibrations, you're going to attract more people and events to you that will keep you in fear, frustration, and anger. Uh So as a collective, in answer to your question, Trish, as a collective, if we all vibrate, intentions to for everybody to be happy and healthy and uh, and not um, giving away our power then that's the world we'll have and that's the fifth dimension and so covid couldn't really exist in that atmosphere well covid now that's another whole topic because i meditated <laughs> the other night and i asked i asked about the virus and i asked to Speak to the virus. Yes. Oh. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Okay. So I I was told COVID is conscious. It is energy. Everything is, uh, everything has awareness. All energy has awareness. Mm -hmm. And it it, it seeks. It's going to seek victims. It's going to seek those in fear. And it's going Mm -hmm. to, now you're not going to like this, but it seeks the weak. Now, Uh who are the weak? And and what do you is mean? The physically weak, the or the psychologically? Weak, the mm-hmm. physic, both, but but especially the physically weak. Who are the physically weak? Well, we have certain um, very very powerful systems that are running our world, and I'd say at the top of the list from my experience is the medical system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the weak are the people who've been taking medications for the last twenty thirty years that are told they have to take a daily medication for the rest of their life full of poison, mm-hmm. okay, and toxins. Uh, those that are not getting um, a good healthy food supply, we have GMOs, we have Roundup, we have all kinds of toxins in our, our, our waters and our food. So those who are aware, who looked around and said, no, I do not accept this. I'm going to eat organic. I'm going to grow uh-huh. my own vegetables. I'm not going to take medications. I don't know about going to the doctor. Maybe I'll call somebody like Jan and find out if we can right. do this without medication. So um, the healthy are doing very well. Jan, don't you think that most disease can be cured through the person's own intentions? And thoughts. I mean, I, I, well, I think back to Louise Hay because that she cured herself of cancer. Well, Louise Hay had a very, very high frequency, a very high yeah. level of consciousness. And what the, Louise Hay's work is very similar to mine, although she wasn't doing the clearing with people. She was just giving mm-hmm. them affirmations. But when I look at the energy field, it's like a filter. So if you have a, a, an air conditioning or heating filter in your house or oil filter in your car and you never clean it, What's going to happen? What's going to happen to your car if you never change your oil filter? Mm-hmm. Okay, if you go 10 or 20 years without changing your air conditioning filter, <laughs> the system's not going to work very well. 
Okay. We, we found that out. Yeah. <laughs> Again, these blocks are magnetic. So when you have this dark magnetic energy on you, let's say you're holding anger, a big block mm. of anger. So, or even a perception, I'm not supported. Or, or a negative belief. Um, children should be seen and not heard. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. Don't 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 speak up because uh, I'll punish you. Right. Things like that. They need to be cleared from your system, uh, and you just can clear some of them by choice, and some of them you have to kind of work on because they're habits. So it it goes beyond just I want to be healthy, so I'll be right. healthy. Mm-hmm. But you do have the power to clear it. Uh, sometimes when you'll learn a lesson that has nothing to do with seeing a cord or seeing a block, but you'll just learn it in your life and those cords will snap and be gone. Sometimes you'll just say, I'm choosing to forgive everybody for everything and a lot of the cords will be gone. But it has to come from a deep level within. Yeah, I mean, basically, just- that's what Hay did during those six months. She forgave everybody who ever hurt her. Right, but she specifically focused on them and went down the list. I believe we do this also in in, um, Alcoholics Anonymous and Uh programs like that. Very, very healthy. Very healthy. But it's not just forgiveness that we hold. We hold guilt. It's my belief that we reincarnate uh, so many times because we hold guilt. We just don't forgive ourselves. You know, and we hold anger. We, we, we just we hold a lot of low vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, really. you know, in a lot of natal charts, you can see that. That, really? that yeah, you can. I mean, if people who, who come back with, for instance, this is just general, but a lot of planets natally in the 12th house. The 12th house is the personal unconscious. And it's, you know, it represents... In, in life, it also represents institutions, prisons, hospitals, that kind of thing. But I always look at it as the personal unconscious. And if you have a bunch of planets in your 12th house, you've got issues that you came in with. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's all magnetic. And so what happens is then you will attract to you uh, people right. in situations that will have you play that out so you can release it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you don't have to release from the past lives. If you release it from this life, it can be right. gone. Yeah. Exactly. So you come back to clear things up mm-hmm. and, and something like what we're going through now with this huge COVID um, experience and fear uh, is a way for people to address their issues and especially mm-hmm. staying That's home and then having time on their hands. You know, right. I would say, turn off, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, sit with yourself mm-hmm. a little bit, see what's bubbling what, up. What did COVID, okay, what else did COVID tell you? <laughs> um, I mean, did COVID give you a timeline? <laughs> oh, there is no timeline because it's yeah. part of a big web. This is, this is part, this is, again, I want to say <clears throat> we need to get out of victim energy. This is happening for us, not to us. Mm-hmm. As a society, as uh, individually, it may not happen to you at all. You, you, you may get it and never even have a symptom because mm-hmm. you don't have those lessons to learn. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you've, built up your body for whatever reason, you may not even know you've had it. Um, so it, it's not happening to us. It's happening for us. Yeah. And, now, and that's where you need to look at each individual. Yeah. So it's going to keep going to allow as many people as possible to wake up. Hmm. Uh, this is interesting in our household. I had it uh, for three weeks, and Trish said, well, you don't, I don't know if you have it. You're just sick. And <laughs> she said, why, if I, if, uh, 
if you have it, why don't I have it? And so I, I finally just last week got the antibody tests. And yes, I, I did have the, the coronavirus for three weeks. It was kind of a mild case. I had a fever every night. Uh, the highest was 101, but it was like 99 most of the nights. And I didn't feel good. Uh, it wasn't any fun. Uh, I learned what- But you weren't dying. No, but I learned what fatigue was. I thought fatigue was just being tired. It, it's more than that. It's almost like a feeling of collapse. You can't do anything. That was the worst part for me. And, you know, I had a dry cough, like they say, but, you know, so it wasn't really bad. I was, you know, uh, on my feet uh, acting pretty normal during the day. But like I said, Trish was right next to me and uh, she has... No, I didn't uh, sleep in the same bed. We didn't sleep, sleep in the same bed. Uh, but, you know, uh, she she has shown no signs at all. And we both just had the, the swab test. And so we're, we're not going to find out. I can't give you the answer to that until Monday. <laughs> uh, but we, we don't think we have you know, that we're, we're still carriers. It's been, I've been healthy for five weeks. And I think if I, that, you know, the virus would have moved on or died or whatever it does. Um, it so, so does that mean I'm a worse person than Trish because I got it and she didn't? <laughs> it means you have more issues. <laughs> well, I would say that you're very lucky. Again, you could look at it as if you're a victim, but you're very lucky. And maybe it, maybe it was a way of your spirit telling you, hey, you don't have to worry about this anymore. Mm-hmm. You've gotten it out of your system. You know, yeah. And also maybe a way to help other people if he has maybe. the antibodies. Yeah. But also, you know, they're saying that it could be coming from, have you t- taken those flu vaccines in the past? No. I haven't. I did once when Publix offered offered to pay me ten dollars to take it, and I said, oh, no, "Okay, I'll take my ten dollars." Yeah. How long ago was that? <laughs> Two years ago. Well, that may be the answer to your question. Hmm. Okay, so it it could there because they are saying a lot of people who are getting this are people, and again, you go with the elderly people who've taken those flu vaccines, and that does lower your immunity to a certain extent. And it, if you've uh-huh. taken taken them year after year after year, again, more toxins in your system. You know, people should be detoxing their home. And this is a good time to do green juice detoxing or fruit juice detoxing mm. or 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 just no food, water detoxing for two days, or you know, this is a good time to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could go two days without food. Um, well, you know, sometimes there, there's, again, you can have like an apple or something like that. Yeah. But, but um, intermittent uh, fasting is really healthy for detoxing. So, you know, who's, it, it's the point is there are no, it's not circumstantial. There, it. it Everything is happening with purpose and through intention here, through intelligence, this virus is attacking the people that it needs to attack. That's mm-hmm. just what I can tell you. And those that are in the most fear will draw it to them. Mm-hmm. So as an intuitive, Jan, did you sense in any way that this virus or something big in the health uh, world was uh, coming our way last year or uh, January or any? Before oh, we great, heard about it. What a great question. I knew that we were due for uh, a planned economic collapse. And mm-hmm. I've, been, I've known this for three years. Yeah. I kept seeing the stock market at 22000 And I honestly don't understand how it's where it is now because it should be down at around sixteen. But, you know, they keep pouring that imaginary money into it to right. keep it mm-hmm. off. So that's part of their game. But it really should be lower now. Um, and maybe it will continue to drop after. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I saw that economic collapse coming, and I knew we couldn't keep going the way we were going with this phony money business. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I did no, I didn't focus on uh, that it would be a pandemic or mm-hmm. virus. But I, but I, but it was planned. Yeah, the cabal did plan it. It, it was in, it's in their plans. I think it was what the virus? Yeah, yeah. I think the pandemic was in, I think, one of the Rockefeller documents. And I've known the vaccines are part of the plan for a long time. So I just, you know, I I live in the moment. I live day to day. I I don't really project forward to predict. Yeah. Especially these days. There are so many timelines that we're on. Yeah. I wanted to ask a question as far as the, as far as, COVID-19 goes, why Why was this one, because I feel like, especially the media has really tried to uh, get us in pandemic mode for about 15 years now, starting with swine <laughs> flu, bird flu, then we had Ebola, and uh, the and SARS, uh, and why, why, so was, were those dry runs and this was the one that they were ready to execute on or, you know? Well, this one's a lot more contagious. You than know, that, SARS. Is, that is such a, uh, okay, I'll address that in a minute. Let, let me go back to, because this is such a fabulous question is why now? Because I got the answer to that last night. Um, I wasn't asking the question, but I'm getting downloaded. These maybe maybe my guys anticipated you. Were, who was that? Was that John? <laughs> I was just talking to. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, okay. So they have been. This has been in the planning for many. If you watch some of these David Ike interviews, you cannot get them on YouTube now, but you can go into London Real TV, LondonReal.tv.com, and watch especially the one he's doing right now. Uh, Rose Ike 3 and Rose Ike 1 and 2. Um, watch all the David Ike you can watch because he will explain to you how this has been in the works and the planning stages um, in the Rockefeller documents, in some of the meetings for a very long time, for many, many, many years. But as I said, we've been taking the vaccines for years. Uh, the GMOs came in heavy, what, maybe five, six seven years ago, so we needed to take those for years in order to wear us down, wear down the immunity system. Part of the plan, you know, Agenda 21, it's called, or Agenda 2030, uh, especially Agenda 21, was to depopulate, so uh, to kill off a major portion of the population, but they had to wait till we were weak. Okay, they had to weaken the immune system. Now, what really set this off? What happened at the same time that COVID came in? They turned on 5G in Wuhan. Hmm. China is full of 5G every 100 feet, and they turned it way up. Hmm. And so that 5G will lower your immunity. Hmm. So now was... You know, it was the perfect time, firstly, as a cover for 5G, which is getting turned on everywhere. So if you're getting symptoms from 5G, they're just going to tell you, oh, you have COVID symptoms. And this can go on for the next few years. So you cannot blame it on 5G. In the meantime, 5G is going to connect everything if we allow it to. Again, I'm going to say take your power back, say no, don't give it permission. Because if you give it permission to run your refrigerator, your air conditioner, your telephone, your everything in your house, all anybody has to do is flick a switch. And boom, 
you know? Mm-hmm. You can't function. So, um, plus it's radiation. It's microwave radiation, and uh, it's a bioweapon. Both of these are a bioweapon to eliminate major portions of our population. And it's so well, the documents. You- yeah. So what, what documents now? What, what, what are these documents? Well, you're going to have to watch David Icke because he talks about the Rockefeller documents and, and some of the meetings they've had. And you, they're, they're, I'm going to let you, you're the researchers, you're okay. really good at that. Um, yeah. But I do know Agenda 21 has been on the books for many, many, many years, and you can research that, and it's all listed in there. I think 50 or 80 years, something like that. So, so what is the nature of this dark force? I mean, there's got to be something working on a higher level of consciousness with the dark force as well. Is it uh, alien related? Is it uh, interdimensional related? Uh, do you, can you talk about anything like that? Or do you just think it's at the human level of uh, people who want to wipe out uh, two thirds of the a population uh, for whatever reason, so they can be more well, wealthy. I don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's the one percent. Well, they they fear there won't be the resources there, um, mm-hmm. and they just want control. They they feel like there is just you know they're less likely when you have what happens when you have six billion people waking up. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but control of what? You know, I mean, if if two thirds of your population is gone. Yeah. I mean, the 1% already control most of the uh, resources, uh, and that's what's been going on for uh, several for decades now. Yeah. Right, but the, it's a matter of controlling the planet itself, and mm. that's, that. Now, now you're into another more threads here. I yeah. can't really answer you about who's above them. I do know that, it's again, it's layered, and the, it's probably off-planet, ET. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. David Icke talks about the reptilians and the draconians. And, right, um, yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like, you know, the, the yeah. good aliens and the bad aliens. Um, well, there's definitely cosmic wars going on right now between, uh-huh. again, the, the dark and the light forces, the higher and the, and the lower vibrations. As, as so, above, so below, right? <laughs> ex- exactly. Uh, so, so, yes, the bankers are probably just puppets and there are people above them that we don't know about, but now you're getting... Out way above my pay grade. Okay. I, haven't really, I haven't really looked that far, and I'm open to it if my higher self wants to show it to me. But uh-huh. I think that I'll only be shown what's useful here for the people yeah. to know. Well, let's, so we let's can take our power back. Yeah. Well, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Talk about exactly what you do with uh, your readings, your intuitive readings at a you know person to person level. Yeah. Like okay, if somebody comes to you who has COVID, of course, they probably wouldn't come to you if they had COVID unless you were working remotely, right? Well, she does uh, telephone reading. Oh, okay. All of my work is done on the telephone. Oh, okay. So so what would you do for somebody who who has who's sick with COVID? I How do the you... same thing for every okay. single client. I connect with the, their spirit guides and angels and my mm-hmm. my guides, my higher self's always with me. I ask to see the energy field. It looks like an outline of the body mm-hmm. um, that's lit up. I watch a horizontal bar go from the head to the feet. I will diagram out the black blotches and the black cords, mm-hmm. and then I will project into the blocks, and I will tell them what, what it is. It can be anger. Uh, it could be the cord could be attached to your brother or your father or your mother. So it's usually emotion. Sometimes it's an event and it's connected with a fragment. That's 
I'll explain uh-huh. that after. But um, a lot of times it's an emotion. Sometimes it's a belief. I'm not good enough. Okay. Uh-huh. But that's a feeling, too, feeling right. not good enough. So it's all so emotional-based. It's, it's negative energy. It's some uh-huh. form of, of negative, because that's a low vibration. That's what causes that, those toxins. You know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can have toxins on the physical, environmental level, mm-hmm. which brings down your immunity, and you could have toxins uh, on the energy field, and that's the work that I do that also brings mm-hmm. down your immunity. But so I'll diagram it out and then we'll set up some guided healing sessions and we'll go into these blocks. We'll we'll have the people tell me they, I actually have them feel it and say, what is it saying to you? What is it? Um, And I'll do it with them. We'll identify it and they will just choose to release. Mm. A lot of it is uh, from childhood, Mm -hmm. you know, just blocks that have been the the bottom layer, the original layers, and then they're mm-hmm. kind of layered on top of it. Even cores mm-hmm. are layered. For instance, yeah. people who've been sexually abused or um, or even emotionally abused, it's, uh, it, it, on the energy field, it looks the same, and it's first chakra. It's tied in with fifth uh-huh. chakra, which is where your power is to speak up. And take so your power. readings uh, oftentimes, so your readings oftentimes are lead to uh, two or three or four uh, sessions? Is that how it works for you? Depending upon um, how sick they are. Fibromyalgia is a a good example because fibromyalgia, when I'm looking at somebody with fibromyalgia, I consider myself a fibromyalgia specialist because fibromyalgia can be gone in five, maybe five, six sessions. Um, we then li- I like to do follow-up sessions with people because things will sometimes bubble up from the depths. When somebody's uh-huh. been in bed for five years and they haven't, and they've been non-functional and they've been taking a hundred pills, sometimes it takes a little more than you know. Just it takes more than one or two sessions when right. you spend a lifetime accumulating all of this. So yes, it takes multiple healing sessions. Um, you know, it depends what you have. Uh, I've seen. Backaches, those can go in one session. We can just cut the right cord and you can, mm-hmm. chronic back pain can be released. Uh, mm-hmm. um, How about arthritis? What, what can you? Yeah, arthritis. Um, see, some of what I do, a lot of what I do is releasing the energy with people. Remember, I don't mm-hmm. do it for them. We do it together right. uh, with the angels. But um, some of what, people are suffering this coming from for instance with the joint problems it could have to do with emotions but also a lot of times it has to do with environment the sugars they're eating you know their diet mm-hmm. um, yeah. sugar will give you a bad case of uh, arthritis mm-hmm. um, and sometimes they just need to be cleansing you know, and changing their diet. And sometimes uh, um, arthritis is from allergies, too. Mm. So I'm also in contact with the angels, and they'll be talking to me. I, I don't diagnose physical things, but sometimes I'll be given remedies. Um, oh. <clears throat> yeah, and sometimes it's just, it's not even arthritis. Sometimes it's just a, an ache or a pain that may feel like arthritis, um, and the doctors will diagnose all kinds of things that really aren't there. They're just diagnosing from symptoms because they don't know what else it is when it's really just an energy block. Yeah. So how do you know they're angels? What's the difference between an angel and a guide? 
Oh, gosh, that's a tough question. It's very <laughs> subtle. It's subtle, subtle energy. And really what I do is I call in the person's spirit guides, and usually mm-hmm. I'll get a group. But I okay. also like to work with the archangels, so I call them in. And sometimes I can okay. recognize who's speaking to me, and sometimes they'll okay. kind of let me know. But it doesn't really matter. When, mm-hmm. you're, when you're working in a session, what matters is that you get results and that people right. feel better. Mm-hmm. How long do your sessions last usually? An hour. The scans mm-hmm. are an hour. The guided healing sessions are an hour. And it's um, after that, um, like, I've had enough. Yeah. How, how do you, uh, how do you, I don't want to use the word protect, but how do you shield yourself from other people's issues when you're doing this? I, I like to do this every day, whether I'm in session or not. I put myself in the proverbial bubble of white light. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, about 10 feet out, I build a biosphere. Uh, in my mind, I, I envision a plastic biosphere about 10 feet around me. And then in between the biosphere and my body, or, or the white light bubble, um, actually my light body, I put all plus signs, and I like to identify that I'm putting in joy, harmony, peace, um, health, Whatever I want for that day. Uh And so I feel that intentional energy in there. And something I've started recently, somebody suggested, and I love the idea, was I also put myself in a um, disco ball of mirrors Hmm. with the top and the bottom having a mirror. Because I don't know if you know this, uh, but a mirror can reflect back the negative energy. Negative energy comes at you like an Mm -hmm. arrow, and a mirror will reflect it. You've used the mirror before. right. So that's, yeah. that's basically what I do, and I've always got a white candle lit, and, and mm-hmm. I, I believe the I've, I'm very protected, especially when I'm in my office. I've been doing this for uh-huh. many, many, many years, and the angels are here with me. Well, so, I don't want to say here. They're non-local. Yeah. <laughs> They're non-local. Yeah. So your uh, guided healing sessions, are they similar to, like, Reiki healer work, but except you're not present with the people? Well, not touching well, Reiki is done long distance too, but they're very yeah. different. Uh, Reiki is is um, let me say I I come with the big guns. Mm-hmm. Okay, Reiki is the, a gentle uh, way to put energy in. What it does is it infuses people with energy, uh-huh. and what that and it holds a space. The healer can hold a space for that person, maybe to be able to have a realization, to have something come up to the surface into their awareness. <laughs> so most of the time, uh, my experience with Reiki is that, and I don't do it anymore. I did it many, many years ago, just on my friends. I never was a Reiki healer, so to speak, because Spirit always tells me, you, if you put it there, you have to release it. Nobody can heal you. You have to mm. do it yourself. And yeah. I don't heal people. I guide them. But, but I do find that people feel better for a day or two or three after a Reiki healing, and then their stuff just comes back up again. Yeah. What was that you said? You don't heal people, you what? I facilitate. I guide them through the process of releasing, and I do it with them, uh, Mm -hmm. and the angels do it with them, but they are primarily the force behind their healing. Right. Can you, um, do you work with animals? Yes, but to a limited extent. I Uh can... I can read an energy field on an animal and sometimes tell you what's bothering them. I can talk to them mm-hmm. if they're willing to talk to me and express a thought here or there. I'm not, I'm not 
a specialist in uh -huh. communication, but and you usually, asked me during that session. Yeah, and usually they're not good, very good over the telephone, <laughs> most animals, except for <laughs> a dog, Nigel. <laughs> but sometimes people don't know why why there are animals acting strange. And right. So I could tell you, oh, their hip hurts, or the foot hurts, or right. have they been limping, or, uh -huh. you know, take them to the vet and, and look at this area, or that area, or the, the animal will say, you know, I don't like my yeah. food, or I want yeah. more treats, or something. Yeah. Something. <laughs> so how do you do this over the phone, uh, you know, not without seeing the person, and being the, in the person's presence? So many people ask me that question, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, be because they think that this reality, this three-dimensional reality, is all there is, and that everything is separate, mm -hmm. you know, that everything is outside of you, when in fact, anything outside of you, again, doesn't really exist, it's a projection, we, we, mm -hmm. our brain has senses and it's interpreting a 3D reality, the same way you would if you had 3D glasses on in a theater, we're just, we're, and we're, it's like a holodeck on Star Trek, our senses allow us to touch it, feel it, taste it, it's uh -huh. the way that the system's engineered, but in truth, there is no time and space, mm -hmm. and as as you go up in frequency, and what I do is I focus inside. I focus on the, the all that is, the higher energy. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I, I'm connecting with your spirit guides and your angels. It, it's not local. It's what I was just saying. It's, yeah. not, it's not here. So I am able to connect. Picture... Picture like laser lines of light going up from everybody. Somebody, let's say somebody who's in London and the light just shoots up in the sky and my light shoots up here and it meets uh -huh. somewhere up in the high atmosphere. Well, it's doing that in the dimensional realities and, uh, and the guides are, are connecting us and allowing me to see it too. Yeah. So would it be easier for you to do this uh, like on Skype or Zoom where you can see the person possibly? It's exactly the opposite. Really? Because, <laughs> because yeah, I, I, I intentionally do this only over the phone, because, mm -hmm. and I will not do it in person. I have many clients here oh. locally, mm -hmm. and, that, and I, I tell them, I'm sorry, it has to be over the phone, because my eyes are closed, and I'm very, very deep, very mm -hmm. deep inside. It's, when I'm doing a question and answer to the spirit guides, that's a cinch. That I can do looking at you, and I, I still don't do that on Skype, just because I'd prefer the telephone, but uh -huh. I'll do it at a fair here and there. But when I'm doing the medical intuitive, I've got to be totally internal. And if I open my eyes and I look at a person, it will pull me into the third dimension, that reality. And it's just distracting and time consuming. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, that, that yeah. makes sense. A lot though. longer and, I, and, and it, it, I probably won't be able to maintain <coughs> that focus. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you meet people, do you ever just pick up uh, something about their health? Uh, just Good question, but not generally, uh, because I purposely, when I, I, like, I have a, a system that I use, and the guides and the angels know it when I come in my office, and I light my candle, and I say my uh -huh. opening prayer. What's the that, process? That's when, that's yeah. when I open my doors, my psychic doors, mm -hmm. and then when mm -hmm. I blow out my candle, I'm back to my life. Hmm, interesting. Okay, yeah. Tuning in and tuning out. Now, did anybody else in your family have this ability? I am the black sheep in the family. You're the black uh -huh. sheep. Okay. Yes. My grandmother used to have dreams. Uh -huh. She was from Russia, and she used to have dreams. 
Mm. And so I think my father was somewhat intuitive. And I think my son is very intuitive, but he's a lawyer and he'd never admit it. <laughs> but I just noticed he's, he, he really is. <laughs> Yeah. So, Jan, what's uh, what? Uh, can you tell everyone what your website is so they uh, can take a look and maybe contact you? Sure. It's Jan Merrill, like my name, J A N M E R Y L at Verizon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm giving you my email. I don't want to do that. It's janmerrill dot com. Okay. okay. Right. And you say you have a, a couple of healing uh, uh, guided meditations on your on your website. Yes, uh, there's a cutting cords guided meditation that is very miraculous. Uh, okay. I made this many, many, many years ago, and I've heard yeah. wonderful feedback from it. So people can do the cord cutting on their own in meditation. Okay. And then I have a second one called Heal Your Fragments. We not, never got into fragments, but basically sometimes when you're traumatized, a part of you will splinter off and get caught. Mm. Hmm. In um, at that age, and they that that spirit part of you doesn't grow, and so this is to ah. heal that part of you because it will so, hold on to that negative energy and that trauma. Is that like a soul retrieval and shamanism? It, it is. It's it's okay. very much like shamanism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. so, so I do that. I do a lot of that um, fragment healing, but but that's something you have to continue on your own. You can't right. complete it right. in a session. Yeah. Well, well Jan, this has been great. Yeah. I've learned so much. Yeah, thank you very much, Jan. Very, yeah, very interesting. Fantastic. Well, now, are you working on anything new? Are you working on a new book? Actually, no. I, I wrote my book many years ago, and I am, uh, as Rob can tell you from my emails, uh, I am not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, you know, if you come up with new stuff, let us know. I mean, we'd love to have you back on. I will. I, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, Any time that you want to. Yeah, we could. Uh, maybe, me, I'm happy to come back. Right. Maybe uh, after the, uh, you know, do you, uh, one kind of last question. Do you think things are going to go back to normal or are we going to be beyond uh, the this virus uh, in, a, in a different kind of world? That would be great. We are definitely not going back to normal. Okay. There, throw out the word normal. There isn't yeah. normal anymore. There's no new normal. There's, there, there's uh -huh. the way it was was not good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember, we create our reality. So on some mm -hmm. level, we agreed to have this happen, or it wouldn't mm -hmm. be happening. Right. If we loved everything the way it was, it wouldn't be happening. Right. Yeah. So there will. It's up to us what we want to create. It hasn't been written. I do know that we are on an ascension path for those that would like to continue on up in the higher vibrations mm -hmm. and function from their heart. And and let's hope the whole planet Earth will be functioning from there. Yeah, heart. that would be great. I hear from people like that, and I also hear from people who are very frightened about the future economic situation about the you know the, the they think that uh you know handing out all this money is and people are losing their jobs and the economy is collapsing and uh this is all all leading to something bad well again that's another thread because yeah. i will <laughs> remind you that we are not victims we are creators so what better right. way to have to learn to create Yep. Than to have everything, the rug pulled out from underneath you and find out that you are going to survive, right. that right. think up something new and build it. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
you and Trish are writers. You you didn't go to work every day and get a corporate salary, did you? When Never. You your book? <laughs> and we're actually doing, we're actually doing very good in this time. Yeah, too. we just, are. Just like 2008 and the collapse, we did very well financially. So we're doing well. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and you know, same here. I, I every day I don't know that I'm going to have a client ever again. <laughs> and yet every day there are clients. At, weekly there are clients. At the end of the year, I've been able to pay all my bills and live the way I want to live and buy what I want to buy because yeah. I'm a creator. Mm-hmm. So it's time for people to learn who they are. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great good, point to end this. Yeah, that's that's very positive. Thank you very much. This is great. Oh, Thanks, you're Jane. You're very welcome. So anyway, the more that we can do to ease their fear and remind them who they are uh, and and their options, that's that's our job, I feel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And thank you for having me. Robin, well, thank you. It's been a joy. Okay. <laughs> Take care. Bye now. You too. Bless Thanks, Thanks for joining the Mystical Underground. Listen to the podcast at www.themysticalunderground.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Visit the blog at blog.synchrosecrets.com. Visit the book site, phenomena111.com. Send us email, podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical. So, as usual, this brought a story to mind, uh, the Uh-oh. Illuminati. Uh, yeah. I worked at a warehouse uh, in Sheffield back in the day, and we hired this guy on, um, and he lived, he lived like about four or five blocks away from me, so we would carpool into work. And, and so I worked with him for had to have been a couple of months he and you know he would come over like on the weekend and we'd hang out drink a couple of beers and stuff and uh and you know we're you know good you know good relationship and and then one day at work i brought up that the night before i had been playing this card game by uh steve jackson games called illuminati and he suddenly sh- he just like he went radio silent just like suddenly like shut he just shut down and didn't say anything the rest of the shift at the warehouse wow. and then on the ride home we i mean it was you know one syllable monosyllabic wow. responses and stuff and then and so the next day uh, I pick him up to go into work, and I was like, "Hey!" And, and honestly, I don't even remember the guy's name, but uh, <laughs> but but I but uh, well because uh, on the on the way into work the next morning, I was like, "Hey, you know what? What was that all about yesterday? <laughs> where yeah, we right. were talking about the you know where I brought up this card game, the Illuminati, and and he was like, "How do you know about the Illuminati?" 
<laughs> and I was like, well, it's a, oh, wow. it's a game that I play. <laughs> uh, long story short, or well, uh, to keep the story short, uh, he was from Chicago. He was the son of Farrakhan. Oh, really? Yeah. A and, black guy. Huh? Is it a black guy then, right? Yes. Yep. Yep, he was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and so he started, you know, he started unloading on me about the Illuminati, one world government and all that stuff. And I was like, OK, okay. yeah, I recognize what you're saying, but it's a game I play, not not a, not a real thing. And, it's not my belief. And uh, and so then he, he like he gives me a copy of the Quran to read. And uh, boy, that really didn't do a whole lot for our relationship. Because. Uh, <laughs> Cause, uh, cause I mean, I'd help this guy move, and I mean, I'd consider him a friend I, and everything. And yeah. I was, he gave me that, and I was like, so, you know, so a few You're days. Like, holy you know, shit! What do I do with this? Well, well, then, well because then, I, because I, I point blank asked him one day. I was like, so, do you really think I'm Satan? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> he. He really didn't have an answer for it. I was like, because I was really pushing him on it because I was like, dude, we've been hanging out. I, you know, you've been in my house. I've been in your house. I helped you move. I, I mean, is, is that what Satan does? And, 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 and he ended up quitting. And wow. I just never really, you know, never saw him that after he quit. But, but, uh, but yeah, that, 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 that's the memory that got triggered today when we started talking about it. I was like, yeah, whatever happened to that guy? And yeah, I used to, I used to carpool with the son of Farrakhan. So. Jeez. Jeez, that's interesting. That is. Uh,